Hola, and welcome to Amigas About Friends, a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite group of friends, friends. This podcast is intended for a mature audience, and listener discretion is advised. And we're recording. Yay! Yay! Hello. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I just looked up at my calendar like, uh. I know. Maybe. It's like, is that right? <laughs> Taco Tuesday, and I oh, I had Jack in the Box tacos. Oh, you did. Oh man, I did not have any tacos today, but it's not too late. It's not too late. No, not really. So, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing so much better. I was very anxious uh, from Sunday to today because, and I think I had told you that I was feeling a little bit off last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I felt all better. Uh, well, Sunday, um. Actually, Saturday night, my boyfriend was like, hey, I feel like my throat is itchy, and I'm just really tired, and I just don't feel good. And I was like, oh, no, like, hopefully he just has a cold, right, instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, the COVID. Um, But then the next day, I woke up with an itchy throat, and I had a little bit of a fever. So we went to go get tested right away. (laughs) Uh, So I have been super anxious all of Sunday um, and Monday and the majority of today until I got my results, which were negative for both oh, me good. and my boyfriend. So uh, other than that, I've been all right. Like the anxiety, it's so crazy to me because I've been anxious about just the COVID thing, but it just makes me anxious or just on edge about everything else, regardless of if I'm not thinking about the potential COVID or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've just kind of been a little bit of a just nervous wreck uh, for the <laughs> last two days, but hopefully that'll go away now that I know that I don't have the COVID. I mean, now. it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you? How's your mental health? Oh, my chair Hello? pushed me away. <laughs> <laughs> Look, your mental health is fine, but your physical health is about to deteriorate. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I'm good actually. I it was funny, I was talking to my sister just today about how when the lockdown started, I was really getting depressed and just like feeling like lonely because you were couldn't go anywhere and you couldn't see anybody and it was like a whole big thing. And like now I'm like, dude, I went from being a super extrovert. Like I still <laughs> wanna have people over, but the need to like leave my house has left me completely to the point where there's a Ralph's literally down the street from my house that I want to no longer drive to and just order and just like, have my delivery. food online. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Like, I went I've from one extreme delivery. to the other. Like I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to leave my house at all. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I'm actually like an introvert, right? And I consider myself an outgoing introvert. Um, but for the most part, I like to be home. Like that's like my safety. Uh, And I thought, like, when we were in the lockdown, that everything was going to be fine with me, that I'm just going to be loving being home all the time with just Justin here, like, and not need to go see anybody. But I actually really was craving some social interaction for a while. So that was interesting to find out because, yeah, for a second there, I thought, that's fine. I don't need to see anyone in person ever again. (laughs) But it turns out I do. (laughs) 
I did not realize. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm still definitely enough of an extrovert that I know that like I want people in my house, but not enough to actually leave my house anymore. <laughs> Maybe for like a drink or like Victor and I like going to um, a place called Dirty Birds for wings. Oh, okay. And Thursdays used to be our thing. So like I'm hoping that we can get back to like at least that. Yeah. But I mean, outside of that, I don't really need to leave my house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still like being home for sure. Um, it's just been like a very strange adjustment. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's get started now. Let's get started. Uh, so this episode actually ended up being a lot less, uh, there's a lot less things that happen in it than I remember. And actually <laughs> a thing that I like that happened in it is not even in the streams. So it's not an HBO Max, but I remember it from the actual episode on the DVD. But uh, we start the episode uh, with the gang asking each other what they would do if they were omnipotent for a day. And uh, Joey um, Nis hears that as impotent, I think is, is what he, he thought. Yeah. Uh, um, they meant. Uh, but after that, after the uh, episode actually starts after the credits, uh, Phoebe's falling asleep at the coffee shop uh, because her grandma just kept waking her up all night because she has a new boyfriend. And they're both very insecure in bed and deaf. So they constantly have to reassure each other that they're having a good time. So they are super loud. <laughs> so Monica invites Phoebe to spend the night. So kind of like a slumber party kind of thing. Uh, then the guys come in the coffee shop uh, to invite Ross to a hockey game since uh, neither of them could decide who could bring a date. Uh, when he looks at the tickets, though, he does notice that it is October 20th, which is a significant date for him and Carol. Uh, we find out that it is the first time that him and Carol consummated their physical relationship. Uh, Rachel receives her first paycheck and is super excited until she actually sees how much she got. And as soon as the guys are leaving, uh, three of Rachel's friends from her more affluent life, uh, before she decides to be this independent woman, they come to visit her at the coffee shop uh, to catch up. We find out that one of them is getting married, another one is pregnant, and the other one was made partner at her father's firm. And Phoebe and Monica make fun of their exaggerated mannerisms, you know, with their <laughs> hands and the little screens. <laughs> uh, we then cut to the guys walking over to the hockey game where Ross is super mobile at Carol and everything absolutely everything that he sees is reminding him of her That's like even the I think he saw some shoes on a window a peach pit on the ground and a bus stop so just super uh, random things are reminding him of Carol uh, back at the coffee shop, Rachel and her friends are still catching up and her friends are kind of mocking her and trying to talk to her, um, talk her into going back home. Um, and she then tells them that she's not planning on coming back home. Uh, after work, Rachel then meets with Phoebe and Monica at Rachel and Monica's apartment for their fun slumber party. Uh, then Rachel gets a call from the credit card company where Monica answer it answers it and uh, the, she finds out that they're calling her due to some unusual activity and it turns out the unusual activity is that she's not using her card and they just want to uh, find out if she's okay which then um, seems to send Rachel into some kind of breakdown um, after trying to answer the question whether she's okay or not. Phoebe and Monica try to convince her that she's doing amazing and that she's becoming independent uh, and then Phoebe attempts to make a metaphor about Jack and the beanstalk, 
and tells Rachel <laughs> that she has magic beans. Uh, Rachel then says that everything was much better before just because everything was already figured out for her and she had a plan. Uh, she then tells Monica, what if it doesn't come together, meaning her life, and then tells Phoebe, what if we don't get magical magic beans? What if all we get are just beans? Uh, back at the game, the guys are having fun until Ross gets hit in the face with a puck, <laughs> and he has to get taken to the emergency room, where they are met with a super hostile receptionist or nurse. I think she was a nurse. <laughs> back in the apartment, the girls are all now uh, super bummed because they realize that none of them have a plan. Where Phoebe says, one of my favorite quotes, which is, I don't even have a flat. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> the girls then get a pizza that was supposed to be delivered to George Stephanopoulos, who apparently lives across the street from them. <laughs> and then they start spying on him with binoculars from the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the ER, Ross has been waiting for over an hour to be seen, and he keeps talking about Carol. And then we find out that uh, the big deal about Carol wasn't just that it was their first time together, but it was actually Ross's very first time ever having sex. <laughs> Back at the apartment, Monica, Phoebe, and Rachel are sitting on the balcony and spying on George. They try to imagine what George is really like in person, which leads them to talk about what their guys are really like uh, in person. And this part actually gets cut from the episode in the HBO Max, like the streaming episodes, but I do remember it from the DVD so they talk about uh, what they think Joey Chandler and Ross are really like like in a romantic setting uh, and I even remember that Rachel and Phoebe think that Ross is sexy which Monica finds disgusting um, <laughs> as she should girl talk. <laughs> yes because it's her brother <laughs> and they keep having girl talk where we even find out that Monica um, fed a vegetarian pate to Phoebe that wasn't really vegetarian <laughs> Uh, and uh, Rachel sent a Valentine's Day card to Monica, uh, and Monica thought that it was from a boy. And this is, I think, the first time that we find out that Monica was overweight, uh, because she, Rachel tells Phoebe that she was a big girl. <laughs> um, in the end, uh, they're all back at the apartment playing Twister, and the credit card company calls Rachel again to check in on her. Rachel actually answers, and she tells them that she's okay, that she's fine, because she's got magic beans and I thought that was a really cute ending that is a super cute ending she's got magic beans I want magic beans I wish they were a thing <laughs> I know me too <laughs> but you know back at the beginning of the episode when we find out that uh, Phoebe is suffering from insomnia for that very particular reason of her grandma having very loud sex <laughs> um, have you ever been kept awake by someone else having fun someone else doing the delicioso so yes, way back, I used to live in this really small apartment complex and it was like only upstairs, downstairs. Um, and they were very small units and they had very thin walls and single pane windows and just you could hear everything from everywhere. And the lady that lived above me, we used to joke and say she was a hooker because every freaking day at 3 a.m. she would start having her bed was loud. She was loud. Like it was just ridiculous. The moaning that I remember one time I was like in deep sleep, right? Like it was 3am, like almost four deep, deep sleep. And this chick, I hear her bed and it's just like the, uh, uh, uh. 
And in my dream, I was like, no, no, don't wake up, don't wake up, don't wake up. And then, like, my eyes popped open, and I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) My God damn it. Who has sex this early in the morning? Like, go to sleep. I was so pissed. (laughs) Not cool. Oh, man. Um, and aside from that, I don't think I've heard too many other people. I'm sure people have heard me. <laughs> yeah. Especially people on like a drunken well. night or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yes, I have also been kept awake. And it's actually a pretty similar situation. Although we knew, like, I lived also in like a very compact apartment complex. And it was a couple upstairs, man. And at first it was kind of oh how cool they're having fun good for them uh but then i was with someone at the time and our relationship was very fastly deteriorating so we're first we started hearing these couple this couple having sex we we're like oh yeah go for it like we'll even do it at the same time ha 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 uh-huh. uh, later it was super awkward because we were not having any sex and we could hear them and the girl was so loud um, almost to where I'm like, okay, is this really how you orgasm or are you making it up? She was just so loud. But it was, yeah, we could hear them have sex all the time. But one time they actually did keep me up because I don't know if they were celebrating something, but they had sex for hours. Like it was a long time. I think they started at like 8 p.m. and they woke me up, I want to say like at 2 something and then again at 4. Jesus. So. I don't know if they were taking breaks. I was impressed and also a little concerned that they might be dehydrated. <laughs> but they were fine. We saw them the next day. Um, and then I'm pretty sure people have heard me. I've also had roommates that I've heard have sex and roommates that have told me, hey, we, we heard you. And it was kind of awkward because so at the time I was living with my best friend and I'm a lot more open about like sex mm-hmm. uh, with my friends. And um she was my best friend and I remember I got home and they were having sex not super loud but like loud enough to where I could hear them and like I sent her a text like something like yeah go get it girl or something (laughs) and she got mad at me (laughs) because she was just embarrassed I guess that I could hear her um but she also did tell me that she could hear me every time I had sex that's when she decided to bring it up She's like, well, I can always hear when you're having sex um, because the couch that we had was against my bedroom wall. So mm-hmm. anytime that they watch TV, they were against my bedroom wall. Um, and so if I happened to be home and with my boyfriend, then I guess they could hear me uh, <laughs> having sex. So that's that was fun. I was going to say, do you think that like the people that make a shit ton of noise, like females especially, because obviously guys, like I think that as females we think that guys like the reaction and I've heard from some guys that like they hate it when girls hella exaggerate but like do you think that the majority of the time like if you had to guess a percentage of real orgasms to fake as far as the loudness and the moaning goes what do you think the percentages of real to fake I think for the most part like the louder you get there's a higher chance that you are exaggerating a little bit And I'm going to get real personal here. Um, When I orgasm by myself, I don't even make that much sound. Like I make like a moan, but it's not like, oh yeah, baby. You know, like I'm not screaming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
But every time that I do have sex with someone else, I am a little bit louder. It's not like in a theatrical way. Like I'm, I can definitely get really loud depending on exactly what we're doing. But I do find that it just makes me more excited uh, the louder that I am. It gets me more in the mood. And the partner I have now, my boyfriend, he actually does get really turned on by sound. So I am louder when I'm having sex with him. But it's not like, it's not because I'm faking or anything. It's just naturally happens. Like when we're having sex together, I just feel a little bit more liberated. Maybe I feel a little shame when I masturbate. I'm not sure. Um, but I think for the most part, like people that like super scream, I, I don't even know if I believe them. Like I, like I have screamed before. That's a hard question to answer, man. Because I do know that, like, I've had friends that tell me that when they fake orgasms, they, like, go for the Oscar, you know? They're, like, super loud and just... When Harry met Sally status? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, like, probably, yeah, I want to say maybe, like, half of those people that are super loud are probably faking or exaggerating to some extent. I would say 60-40. faking and 40% real. Really? Yeah. And not because of my, like currently, my relationship now is amazing. And I'm only quiet because I have children, but I'm not normally <laughs> loud anyways. I don't think like I definitely still get a moan in and you know, whatever, but I have kids in my house. So like, I kind of have to stay quiet or we turn on the TV or we wait until like fucking way in the middle of the night to try to do anything to do it. Yeah. yeah but definitely in the past, like I know that, yeah. Like, I've definitely faked it, and it's definitely been, like, a, yeah, mm-hmm, oh, God, so good, just to, like, <laughs> up already, like, I, yeah. will it help you if I'm louder? I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah, you know, there's, there's been times where I'm, like, man, I can already tell that this guy's not gonna get me where I need to go, and, man, this guy like, sound like such a bitch, but I'm, like, I'm bored, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do the thing and hopefully that'll get him excited to do his thing right but it's been over two years now since I faked an orgasm so that's very exciting close to five for me Yay. that's awesome bow down to our men <laughs> yes yes shout out thank you so much <laughs> You guys rock. I resigned my my acting career and let it go. Okay. So continuing with the sex topic, Ross remembers his first time with Carol. Do you remember the exact dates of your first time and or times the first time you've ever with anybody? No, I don't remember exact dates at all. I I almost wanted to say that I remembered the time where I lost my virginity, like the actual date, only because I married a virgin, like I was a virgin and he was a virgin, but we didn't even have sex the day that we got married. So <laughs> no, I have no idea to be honest with you. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I can probably remember one dude around the month that we had sex, but no exact dates. No. And I don't know anybody that does. I mean, unless you do, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I super do. So the very oh my, my very first 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 time ever in my life um is April seventh, and oh, shit, we got the date. Well, but I remember specifically because I think it was like 
during the weekday and like we had school the next day so then I went to school the next day and I was like guys like to my best friends I was like I lost my virginity yesterday and one of my friends was like on my fucking birthday and I was like what (laughs) and he was like dude it was my fucking birthday yesterday you lost your virginity on my fucking birthday and I was like sorry like I didn't no, it was your birthday. So then now I never forget his birthday for that reason. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a good reason. But it's not like I celebrate it. Like it's not like, ooh, my, you know, like I lost my virginity this day. No, nothing like that. But definitely like I will never forget his birthday now. Uh, and then with my fiance now, I remember that it was the 28th. I had a camp from Sunday of October. October. Yeah. Oh, dang. So putting myself hella out there, we met on Sunday, October 25th, because we were watching the Charger game at my cousin's house. Woo, woo, go Bolts. Uh, but and then we went on a date that same week on Wednesday. And that night we slept together for the first time. And so it's just like it just so happened to be three days later. <laughs> So it was a good date. Yeah, it was a good month. (laughs) So I haven't forgotten it. No, we don't celebrate it. At the very least, I'll bring up like, babe, we met this day however many years ago. But like, I don't celebrate the 25th. So I definitely don't put anything. I do remember the date now of my current boyfriend because it was so close to Thanksgiving. It was like two (laughs) days before Thanksgiving. So. Never mind on that one. I remember that day, um, but only because it was also super fast, like ridiculously <laughs> fast. <laughs> but hey, I had needs. As did I. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that. Uh, but, you know, staring a little bit away from sex and a little bit more into a, a little bit of a blue or a depressing topic, <laughs> Rachel gets a visit uh, to her work, so to Central Perk from some of her friends from her old life, so some of the more affluent friends that she had. And all of them seem to have many things changing and going on in their life, whereas, you know, Rachel just got her first paycheck and she's even upset about the amount that she got. Uh, It seems like she feels like she's a little bit behind or at least off track compared to um, her friends. Have you ever felt like you were behind in comparison to your friends or family or acquaintances or even ahead? So, yes. Um, when my cousin decided to go back to school, it was like, what the fuck? Like, you went back to school. Like, we're old already. What are you doing? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I want to get my degree. And it was like, oh, fuck. And then I found out that, like, she went back and her mom went back and one of my other cousins all went back to the same school. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like, why did everybody decide to go to school all of a sudden? And then after that, my mom decided to go back to school. And so currently my mom has earned her bachelor's and her master's. Um, And so it's just like, what the fuck? And not that I feel bad about myself, because I know that like, I know that I'm successful. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm definitely not like working at a fast food place. Not to say that that's a bad thing for anybody. I'm just saying that's not my personal goal. So like, at the very least, I'm, you know, doing something that I like, but yeah. And then especially like my younger sisters, they went from high school straight to college, did the four years, got their bachelor's, like they're already set. And so it's just like, ugh, like my little sisters, both of them are like way further than I am. <laughs> so 
So it kind of makes me feel bad about myself. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know what, everybody at their own pace, because I hated school when I was in high school and for sure did not want to do college when I got out. And so I've had my fun. And currently, I mean, I've had my kids and now I'm trying to do better for me to do better for them. I did it all yeah, backwards. And you were able, <laughs> yeah, and you were able to accomplish so many other things. Um, so, I mean, success doesn't necessarily have to be measured in, you know, a degree. Um, How are you feeling about it? I'm not only saying that because I haven't gone to school. I haven't finished school either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I felt like, um, you know, it was interesting because when I was really, really young and I got engaged, you know, I was 19. Um, actually, I was 20. I... I felt like I was ahead of people because I was getting married so young. Um, and the schooling wasn't an issue and it wasn't anything that I was concerned about because my ex-husband and I decided that because we were so young, we had like zero money to our name. Um, and so we had decided that we could only afford one of us going to school full time so that the other person was working full time. Uh, and so it was only my ex-husband that was going to school. Uh, he was actually also working um, in the beginning of our marriage, um, but he went to school full time and I decided to uh, just work while um, he was doing his school. And then the deal was that as soon as he graduated, then he could focus on me going back to school. I was also the same way as you though. So I, I wasn't in any rush to go to college. I mainly was just going to do it because it was just one of those things that people have told me that I have to do. Uh, but then uh, we got divorced. He ended up graduating, I think, I want to say like a year after we got divorced. Uh, and I never went back to school. <laughs> I, I do think about it sometimes. Uh, now I definitely, you know, I'm not married anymore. I don't have any kids. Uh, that's something I, I do feel like I'm behind on. Uh, not only because a majority of my friends have kids. Uh, some of them even have kids that are in high school. You. Um, <laughs> uh, but also because I think biologically I'm behind. You know, like I'm 30. I think they, people start getting concerned around 35 uh, that it won't even be a thing. Uh, I, so it does concern me sometimes. It's not like I'm in a, like a super rush or I have like crazy baby fever, but I do get concerned that if I don't do it soon, maybe I won't have that opportunity anymore. So in that, um, in that area, I do feel um, a little behind. And even your fiance uh, one time told me Three years ago, I remember this. <laughs> uh, he was like, "Hey, when are you gonna have kids?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I don't know. No rush." And then he's like, "I mean, aren't you getting kind of old? Uh, it feels like you should rush." <laughs> and so back then, when I was like 27 or 26, or however old I was when he said that to me, I was like, "Oh my god, he's crazy." But now it's like, "Oh my god, I am getting kind of old. <laughs> feels like I should rush." <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I try not to let it bother me because, honestly, I do want to have kids. But I, in this specific, like, specific moment of my life, I don't think that I, I, that I could. And I know that a lot of people feel like they're never ready to have kids. Like, no one's ever 100% ready. Yeah. But right now, I feel very unprepared. So it is something that I, I do want to wait on. But also, yeah, I feel like I'm behind on, uh, if that makes any sense. It makes perfect sense. Oh, man. Life yeah. sucks as an adult. <laughs> 
Yes, man. Okay. So Ross seems to be very broken up about Carol while Joey and Chandler are trying their best to cheer him up. What are some things that you've done to cheer up a friend due to a breakup? Uh, or have any of your friends done anything for you to get your mind off of a breakup? Um, Things that I've done. Flowers. I've given my friends flowers. Uh, besides that, yeah, just little things like uh, I'll show up to people's houses with flowers or ice cream or both you know, depending on how bad. Uh, things that people have done for me is they've come and stayed and like lived with me for like a month um, just to make sure that I that I was okay, like during a particularly rough breakup. And I've also gotten sweets and flowers and then uh, once a surprise trip to Disneyland. <laughs> um, but I was super mopey the whole time. I was definitely rossing it up. Uh, but yeah I've been super fortunate people have definitely have done some nice things for me during breakups how about you so I'm not that nice (laughs) (laughs) I think the most that I've done uh, for anybody has just been to listen and hear them out and kind of um, let them vent because I feel like I feel like a lot of the times especially with like close friends and you know their partner and you know that their partner sucks what we do as females is that we add fuel to the fire and it's like, yeah, well, you know what? He wasn't good enough for you. And he was an asshole. remember that one time where he made you cry about, you know, the fucking color of the bow you bought for his daughter, whatever, like some stupid ass reasons. Right. But like, we always like help them be upset. And so, um, I personally have learned that in my life. And so when when I know, like, you kind of have to read the situation and the breakup or, like, even the problems at this point where, like, people are still in relationships and you know they should break up, but they don't. And you know what they want to hear. You know they want to hear, like, he's an asshole, huh? And you're like, yeah, he's a fucking dick. Girl, you're so right. <laughs> and, like, she could be so fucking wrong. But it's, girl, I got your back. You knew what you were talking about. Like, so... I think as far as what I've done, it's just be supportive however I can and definitely be like an ear for them because sometimes you just need to say it out loud. Like you need to kind of say it to yourself and have somebody like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, (laughs) I had a particular situation once where my best friend at the time and I broke up with our boyfriends within like days of each other. Um, and actually her breaking up with her boyfriend is what fueled my breakup because uh, I was like, man, if she's brave enough to do that, I can do it too. And so we were, because uh, she was usually the one that was like cheering me up because I'm about to throw myself under the bus here. But I've had, I've had a few breakups. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I am, someone called me once a long-term relationship addict, and I had never heard that term before, because <laughs> uh, she called me, she's like, you're an LTR addict, and I was like, what the fuck is that, and then, you know, she's like, long-term relationship addict, but anyway, I have definitely had a few long-term relationships, um, but because of that, she was always the one that was like, cheering me up, and baking me a cake, and, you know, taking me to a theme park, or whatever, but this particular time when we were both, we both had broken up and that's actually my first breakup or rather her first breakup that I experienced. It was really hard for me to help cheer up. So her 
she broke up with her boyfriend and a week later I broke up with mine and the next day after I had broken up with my boyfriend I had to go to a wedding um where I had already told them that I was bringing my boyfriend but I didn't have a boyfriend the day of the wedding anymore so I asked her to come with me also because there was a mutual friend of both me and her that were was getting married so it wasn't like super weird that I traded uh guests but that was such a stupid idea because neither her nor me like if we know the couple a lot and we love them a lot maybe we'll get a little bit emotional if they're getting married it wasn't like that type of situation like we were happy so emotional when they were getting married like we were crying in the corner like also we were both on our periods oh, <laughs> so, <no>. like, <laughs> i'm sure that didn't help but after that i was like okay we gotta get out of here let's go get some wine and just talk like that was my way of dealing with both of us um so we got our favorite wine uh we went back to the apartment and one of my favorite things to do when i'm sad is to listen to music um that's something that's like super personal because for the most part when i'm sad i'm by myself so i'm listening to music by myself because i i like to be sad alone but i started playing this song and i told her hey this song reminds me she started listening to it and she was like normal and then she started bawling oh. like and this is a person like that i had seen crying before but it was very rare like she never cries and she just started crying and then i realized the music was actually making her more upset <laughs> so it was a fail for me so we just ended up getting more drunk the rest of the the night and i think for about a month what we did for each other was just yeah like you said just be there i i was all talked out at that time which i think is why when when someone goes through a breakup my my initial response is to send flowers or cookies or cake or or to go watch a movie because usually by the time that i break up with someone i've already vented to everyone about it um and i just <laughs> kind of want to forget like oh am i back yeah okay <laughs> sorry uh, i don't know I why that. today it's being stupid yeah it happened actually one time when you were talking but i could still hear you talking it just that i was frozen and i think it's my internet so oh. i am sorry about that no it's fine um but i did learn at that time that not everyone grieves about relationships the same way some people really just want to be listened to yes breakups but, suck <laughs> yeah they do but sometimes they're for the better which yeah brings us to the next point here so Rachel is like super down about the fact that um her life is no longer figured out you know she knew exactly where her life was going before um and we do find out later in the show spoilers that it was a good change for her uh, that she ended up leaving home and uh, leaving Barry at the altar but has there been a time in your life where your plans were changed um from what you originally wanted and it actually be ended up being a blessing um every time <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely have always embraced change I like it I like new things I love getting like a different car I definitely love it when there's a new phone that comes out like I'm one of well, I'm not one of those I'll take that back but I definitely <laughs> like I don't get the new model right after the old model you know you're not you're not in line at the Apple store no no no, no 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 at all like I will keep my little phone for a minute and then like two generations later, maybe I'll switch it. Maybe not. 
depends on the price. But anyway, so like I had gotten married and that was supposed to be forever and it was, I got divorced and then I got back together with my high school sweetheart or whatever. So we were always like a makeup breakup relationship. And the very last time that we got together, I was like, this is it. I had already gotten divorced. Like we got back together and it was like, this is going to be like it we're gonna be happy and we're gonna get married and he loves me and told oh, me wow. that he never wanted to get married so my plans went to shit and then I didn't plan on meeting my fiance now so that was kind of cool because I was just kind of yeah. like I was open to like dating um after my last breakup and it was kind of like eh but I kind of wasn't I wasn't really looking for anything serious I was going on dates and I was hanging out with friends and I was doing whatever um but then he came along and he was kind of perfect and so it was just kind of like cool I guess this works so we've you forgot the bigger blessing of that is that you met me because you got together with him that uh. is the biggest <laughs> like the biggest most bestest part of the whole situation <laughs> don't tell him i said that <laughs> what about your life but, plans oh definitely well i mean getting divorced also in itself um, ended up being a blessing for me and I like to think that for my ex-husband as well because I haven't talked to him in a while um, but the last time that we did you know he seemed to be happy he had gotten a new house and he like he bought a house and him and his wife were starting to uh, talk about potentially having a baby Um, but for me like I am the opposite I hate change I will stay in super shitty situations just because I hate change I absolutely hate it like I'm a creature of habit um, so, but one of the biggest blessings for me was when I was engaged, my ex-husband, who was at the time my fiance, got a job offer uh, for a job here in San Diego. We used to live in Riverside County at the time, and I had lived in Riverside County and different cities in Riverside County, but in Riverside County for a long time. And I was just used to it. You know, I, I lived in this super small town, uh, Manatee, in Riverside County. And I knew everyone that I went to high school with was still living there. And it was just safe. He then got offered this job opportunity in San Diego just because, and this may be the reason why he changed so much. When I was a child, I don't even know how many times we moved. Like, I lost count of all the times that we moved. And for me, it was such a terrible experience because I'd get to a new elementary school, make friends, and then my mom would be like, we're leaving. And it wouldn't even be like a full school year. We'd leave in the middle of the school year and I'd have to start all over in the middle of the school year somewhere else. Um, and so when, I, when we finally lived in Menifee, I think we had lived there for almost two years, which was probably the longest I had lived in a place since I was 11. Um, so I wanted to stay there. Um, and I was super bummed about having to move to San Diego uh, and start. I've lost you. <laughs> oh, there you are. When when you lose me, I also lose you. Like, you get frozen, so I can tell. <laughs> but, um, but yes, moving to San Diego ended up being a good like a good thing for me, even though I was trying to resist that change. Um, because now I realize if it hadn't been because I got married, like I would have never made the change myself like I'm too much of a scaredy cat to just move to a new city like that so and you wouldn't have met me so, um, it's true I wouldn't have met you I wouldn't have met Victor which led me to meet you uh-huh <laughs> so definitely yeah I I'm trying to be a lot more relaxed now about like changes like that because I'm always trying to see 
or realize that there has to be a silver lining to absolutely everything. But I am still a creature of habit, so it is hard for me to (laughs) take on the changes. (laughs) I was going to tell you, when I was growing up, we moved too, but we didn't move out of the city. And my mom definitely never changed me schools. Like, I was lucky enough that she enrolled me in school with my grandparents' address. And so, Uh like, whatever school, everything would just go through their house. Um, But we did move around a lot as far as, like, all over the county. (laughs) Like, we lived in Chula Vista, and we lived in El Cajon, and we lived in Claremont, and we lived in North Park, and we lived in, you know, whatever. So, like, we moved all the time. And let me tell you that I love moving, but I'm scared of buying a house because (laughs) I like, like, ooh, it's a new place. And like, I can rearrange stuff this way. And like, you get ideas and stuff. And Victor's been really lucky because I haven't done that to him. But I (laughs) used to rearrange my bedroom all the time. And like my living room, I used to move stuff around all the time and right now my tv is like mounted to my wall so i couldn't move my couches if i wanted to anyways but i mean i used to definitely rearrange things all the time what i have been rearranging a lot of is my my workspace (laughs) i'll add stuff and i'll take stuff away and i'm like no i want this this way and i'll move my screens and whatever but yeah no I definitely am. I'm looking forward to buying a house, but not looking forward to owning it because I'm going to want to move within like the first two years. <laughs> yeah, I I also do rearrange things um, in my tiny apartment. There's not much that I can rearrange, to be honest, because the place is pretty small, but I try. But yeah, you did change your workstation. That's that's how I got my workstation. So I'm grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, so Ross oh, yeah. is hit by the puck at the hockey game, uh, which made the guys leave early and head to the ER. Have you ever been to an event that was cut short by a medical emergency? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is when I was like, oh, got 15, 16. Um, I used to spend my summers in Mexico with my dad's side of the family. And my cousin at the time was an English teacher at a secundaria, which I think is like a middle school. Uh-huh. And they went with well, the event that we had was like, a, it was like an excursion, like a day trip uh, to like the boondocks, like just out into the field uh, just for the kids to have a picnic uh, outside of like the city of like Rosarito and like the outskirts or whatever. We didn't even go to the beach. But anyway, uh, I don't exactly remember what the event was for. I think it had some kind of academic purpose. You lost me. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> so I made friends with this girl that was in my cousin's class and her, me and her friend went just walking around and we ended up at this place where I don't remember if it was under construction or it had been like a building that was uh, demolished I want to say it was a ladder my memory is failing me because I I was 15 but we were just walking around we were just like trepando around you know just the building that used to be and then one of the girls tripped and then fell backwards and then got impaled but like this wire that was sticking out of like one of the blocks like one of the cinder blocks yeah and it was it was in her leg like one so of the steel so. metal rods right yes yes oh my god 
and it got her on the fleshy part, right? So like it didn't get her bone or anything, but oh. it was like in there because um, all her weight fell on it. Like she fell on it. Yeah. And oh my God. So we were freaking out. We went to go get my cousin who was one of the teachers and definitely the event had to be cut short. Like I, I remember um, they gathered all the kids and then we took this girl to La Cruz Roja, so like to the ER. Uh, and oh my god I can't I will never forget <laughs> she wasn't like screaming <laughs> so I just remember this girl that I was so confused because I would think that if I were in that situation like I'd be screaming you know like out in pain and just it was a sight okay it was really scary <laughs> but she was just like ah, ah like she wasn't like crying or anything like, I don't know if it was like shock or what the fuck but she was fine like she got super lucky um that I just got her like on like her leg and like a place where they I don't know exactly how they pulled it out but like basically all she needed was like stitches but yes that was one traumatizing time when an event <laughs> was cut short <laughs> because of a medical emergency <laughs> a freak accident at that <laughs> has oh anything my. like that happened to you ever or no ever thankfully <laughs> I think like the closest I've ever come to is that my kid was saying bye to somebody and he slipped in a puddle and like fell and landed on his elbow. But we were already leaving. And so I ended up taking him into the doctors and they were like, yeah, he's got like a like an inflamed whatever. And I was like, oh, the bone didn't break. The bone became inflamed. So it, they call, but they still called it a fracture. It was weird. But that's as close as I've ever gotten to possibly... And I probably wouldn't have even left because my reaction was like, you're fine, papi, sana, sana, colita de rana. Here's, here's a VIX. <laughs> so, no, that's no. good. <laughs> so, on to less serious things. Less traumatizing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the balcony, the girls are discussing what their guys, meaning Ross, Chandler, and Joey, are really like in a romantic scenario um, because they're talking about George Stephanopoulos. And this scene is actually cut from the streamed episode on HBO Max, um, but I remember it from the DVDs and I'm pretty sure you do too. But it's like the sequence where like the girls are like, what do you think our guys are really like? And then someone says like, oh, I think Joey is a certain way. And then they cut to Joey doing something stupid, like <laughs> hitting himself with the puck or something or trying to get some something out of the vending machine. And so it's a sequence where they, they imagine what they think the guys are like, and then they cut to them doing something derpy. Um, <laughs> of course. But have you ever wondered how a friend or someone else that you see, like, platonically is, like, in a romantic setting? Um, Not lately. I think the most that I wonder about is, like, the people that I know. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, my best friend, I wonder about her partner. Only because she complained so much about him that I'm like, well, what the fuck is keeping her there? <laughs> yeah. So I think, like, as far as that, but I don't think I've ever been curious about, like, my friends or anything. I don't know. I don't think so. Ito? Um, a, a little bit more when I was younger. Um, and I found out that I was bi. 
I I wondered, but not in a I got it have you way, but I always just wondered what like my friends, like my girl best friends would be like to be in an actual relationship. So yeah, I just wondered with them, like what would it be like to like date them, but not because I wanted to date them. It was just like straight up just curiosity. Like if I was dating my friend Michelle, how would our interaction change, you know, besides physical, like would we still be the same? I just was super curious about that dynamic um, before. And I have dated women, but never like seriously. Mm-hmm. So I, I still don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that I'm looking to find out, you know, I'm in a serious relationship now. But yeah, I've always been curious about that. And like you said, I've also been curious about, yeah, some friends that are always complaining. But yeah, other than that, no. Not so much. I think I can see what you mean about like the curiosity with like your girlfriends. Cause like I've thought about stuff like that where like, huh. And I, I don't consider myself bi. Definitely curious. Um, but it's that curiosity yeah. that's like, huh, I wonder. But not like, and also not in a relationship sense. Like I wonder just like if we made out right now, what would happen tomorrow? <laughs> how, how weird would it be? <laughs> with her or me or like if I like if I jokingly make a move and she accepts it like is what's gonna happen (laughs) but then I don't do anything because it's like wow I'm not trying to fucking freak anybody out because people are strange I know yeah I know um okay so along the same lines um while they're still on the balcony the girls wonder what George Stephanopoulos snuffleupagus <laughs> is really like have you ever had a perception of someone in your head and then later found out it was completely false once you got to know them better oh my god yes so the first time that that happened to me was when i saw this girl i had just moved schools <laughs> um and I saw, saw this girl that reminded me of this bitch that used to go to my last high school, who used to be my best friend at that last high school I'd gone to, but we ended up in like super bad terms. And so when I got to this new school, okay, so I was just like, I'm not going to be friends with this girl. And then I had a Spanish class with her because I was taking Spanish because I was just wanted an ECA. Don't we all? And then they paired us off. Oh, but she was super nice. Um, and, but after that, I still didn't want to be friends with her because she looked just like Lydia. So I was like, no, I'm not going to be friends with Dominique. But then I made friends with this one guy who was best friends with her. So I ended up being really close friends with this girl, Dominique. She was nothing like the girl, Lydia. She was actually super, super sweet and not two-faced or anything like that. Uh, And I have not talked to her in a while. But I, I do know, I think the last time I spoke to her was like, I want to say five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but our friendship lasted quite a while like it even like survived you know graduating high school and stuff but that was like the first time that it was like completely opposite than what I was thinking like I was expecting her to be like super snobby and mean just because she looked just like another person which I know sounds completely ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> but have you had anything like that happen to you mm, I mean I'm assuming probably <laughs> People tell me I look like a bitch. You didn't think I was a bitch? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I get that too. Where like, well, but see, I got that a lot in high school because I had RBF. So then it was like, oh yeah, you mad dogged me and you did this. He made sistema la cara, and it was like, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I think I'm nice and I'm outgoing and I'm, you know, as polite as can be. And so. I always felt like, bitches, you don't even know me. Like, get to know me and then you can hate me. But, like, until you get to know me, be nice. Um, And then I guess maybe, like, I have a friend or two that that was my impression was, like, ooh, these bitches 
And then once we got to know each other, it was like, oh, you guys are not that bad. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, I'm glad we can get along because I don't want more enemies. <laughs> I had quite a few. Oh, man. I don't think I, I had, like, enemies, enemies. Oh, dude, I had, like, girls in middle school that purposely tried to make my life hell to the point where they dated ex-boyfriends of mine, which I was like, bitch, did you think you stole him from me? Because you didn't, first of all. And second, congrats on your sloppy seconds. Bye. <laughs> like, how mad bye. am I going to be that you fucking are dating my ex? Girl, bye. So, meh. Like, they would try to throw it in my face. Like, make out with them near me or, like, they'd see me coming and hug them. And it's like, yeah, you handle that, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't mm. care. So. Oh, man, I don't miss grade school. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. At the very end of the episode, the gang is hanging out all together. The guys are there. Uh, the girls are still having their sleepover. So when is the last time you've had, like, an adult girl sleepover? Um, I'm gonna say it was like two years ago and it was for my daughter's birthday. So we did a little thing um, and it was a girl's night and it was like a little girl's night, but also like I told the moms, like my cousins and stuff, like you guys are welcome to spend the night too and we can put the kids to bed and then like we can have girl time. But we kind of did it all together because like the kids hella weren't going to go down early. <laughs> <laughs> they were having too much fun and there was a, like cupcakes and cookies and like a cupcake decorating station and so they had all the sugar um oh yeah plus like candies and stuff so but I think that was the last time that anybody spent the night anywhere I can't remember aside from like spending the night with my mom <laughs> I don't think that counts <laughs> hey let's do a sleepover <laughs> we need to have a sleepover I know that's why I put that in there I, I want to start a sleepover <laughs> Well, um, we might potentially, right? I'm, yes. Fingers are crossed. Cool. Um, I think the last time I had a sleepover was when my friend and I were going through the breakup at the same time because we were so codependent on each other mm. that we were having drinking wine. So th that was, it was fun, but also not because, you know, it wasn't something that we were like, ooh, let's have a sleepover. No, I was just like, bitch, if I'm alone, I'm sad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need to be here. But yeah, so we should definitely have a sleepover mm -hmm. with wine just a little Ooh. bit for me yes all the wine for me <laughs> actually no no wine all the beer, all the I'll, beer, do beer. You. I'll buy you wine well this was another successful episode <laughs> yes mine is the technical difficulties that surely by the time you guys are listening to this we are technology experts and you won't even notice exactly they were even there <laughs> any final words before i stop recording yes if some super scary change happens to you it's okay maybe it's a blessing in disguise that is true take it as a blessing and if you just get more fucked over know that there will be a silver lining at some a point bigger blessing <laughs> the more fucked over you get <laughs> bigger the comeback <laughs> Hopefully. Cross your fingers. <laughs> fingers crossed, fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.